welcome into the Oak and Steel podcast. This is Michael Cleary here, as always, with my cousin Matt Sutter, mustached as usual. How are we doing, Real sir? Good. Top of the muffin. Top of the muffin <laughs> to you. To you. You Seinfeld fan? Uh, I, I I mean, I can quote the the like the very popular highlights, but yes, in general, yes, I I would watch it. Okay, you got to It's the emphasis. Where's the emphasis? True. Yeah, that's the. Uh, the the two you episode I love that's one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, okay, what's uh, what's shaking, sir? We got a little. We are uh, December third here, the other side of things. We're on the we're on the way out of twenty twenty three. Yes, and uh, it's a snowy day here in Wisconsin. It's very picturesque, that's for sure. I do I do like it when it sticks to the trees and you've got kind of like a whiteout, but I also don't like shoveling that kind of snow. <laughs> And if you're out there and you are in snow country, you know exactly what we mean when it's uh when it's heart attack snow. It is basically water running right out of the snow as you scoop it and it just sticks together. And when you go to lift it up, you're taking it all in one scoop and it's not very light. Yeah, and I didn't even know it was supposed to snow today. I think it's just we're just in that it, it can snow anytime now. It's, we're just here. Right. It looks like the lakes are locked up, so I'm getting getting the starting to get the itch. We're gonna go walk, start walking across it and drilling some holes in it. Fish on, tip up, fish on, tip up, tip up. Yep. I uh, this, there's the reels are starting to pop up on my feed of people out ice fishing north of here. So I'm I'm getting the itch. oh man. So I don't know. It's been uh, it's been quite the year. We were gonna kind of focus on doing a year in review episode here today and um. I don't know. Do you want to jump in? What's what are some of your highlights? Oh man, here? I uh, as we were pre- preparing, you know, I just I just found this project. Like my first project of the year this year was flipping a bathroom door for a client. They their door opened into the toilet, um, and so I just flipped it instead of swinging inward, it swung outward. And to me, in my mind, I had that put as like last year. But says nope, January fourth. I did that job. Wow, <laughs> I don't remember that at all being this year. Um, but no, it's been a it's been a good year. A lot of a lot of um, some changes happened in my workflow this year. Some um, some bigger projects happened in my workflow, like rebuilding a barn. Um. And personally, you know, there were some some good times this year. Um, getting married in June, that was kind of a big, big time in the middle of my year. You know, a lot of work was being done uh, up up until then or, or prior to that. And then a lot of work got planned post honeymoon and all that. So that was, it's been kind of a. A year as I go through and look at you everything I got done. Podcast this year. Yes, I looked at that too. In March we started. So I was just digging up. But when did we start this thing? I think we're like fourteen episodes in, something like that. Hitting, Does that hitting sound the right? Big time. Hit the big time. So pretty soon we'll be people will just be throwing their money at us. <laughs> that's how we're doing this. Yeah, right? that's right. That's right. Um. No, I, I just looking at some projects here. I, I kind of in the beginning of the year, I got after some of my own stuff. I'm, I see I did some 
Um, a lot of dust collection in my shop. I got a bunch of spiral pipe mm-hmm. um, from my HVAC guy, and I did a bunch of that. Um, I started busting out some some laser work early in the year for four clients. Uh, February, make what you fear. Uh, Working Hands podcast was um, uh, I forget what the something sports related. So I made a, a fishing pole holder rack holder thing, and then I made some plywood oars for my fishing boat that do work, by the way. Um, just gotta stay. You just gotta stay out of the creek. Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, and then I, those like chunky timber frame sawhorses that, you know, I've had those parts like made and in processing for a long time, but I had, I knew I wanted to get that done so I could get working on, use those for the big barn beams, uh, cause I was starting that project. I did my own house roof. I was on that roof for like seven days. <laughs> that was, that was a long week. So, yeah. Then the Bank Barn Project. That was probably the big one. You know, I started that in early August. And I finished that up in October. So, that was, uh, that was a big one for me. I still have to do that in review. Um yeah, I, I sent you a message. We didn't. I we didn't get into it yet. But uh, when when's the YouTube stuff all gonna fly off the shelf? Well, right now my computer time is is uh, finishing commissioning this next project in the shop. So I don't. I haven't had any editing video editing time. But hopefully, some downtime after this project is on, underway, I can start processing some video because I got two. What are these two terabyte hard drives? Two of them are full. Waiting, oh, wow. <laughs> waiting to have offloaded uh, information, but it's coming. I know it's it's the big hype Looking show. Forward to it. Yeah, but we'll get there. We um we from our side of things, we got into we did we had nine. We'll have nine machines, maybe a tenth. We'll see how fast this last month runs out on us but um nine machines that went out the door this year and that doesn't sound like a lot but when you put uh there's there's quite a bit to these things so to to have nine go out the door in a year i was i was like kind of looking back i'm like there's no way we did that many this year and yeah sure enough we i just can't i can't even believe that we did that many and no uh no warranty work none of them have come back none of nope we haven't had well i mean there's always there's always little things here or there, but they're at the fact that they are running these machines twenty. They're I mean they're designed to run one shift a yeah. day. They're running three, three shifts a day on oh. these things. Yeah, so they're really really pushing them, and uh, I, I shouldn't say all of them are, are like that. There's one of them that's not that's a different separate company, but they they just run it once a week or twice a week or something like that. Do their big runs and then shut it down for the week, which is what they wanted. Um, but this other company, they are, they're really pushing them. Well, pat yourself on the back for sending out a machine that 
wasn't just out the door to get out the door. It was out the door to to do work and perform well. That's the, I think that's the the big key as to why we've been able to keep doing them though. It's just because that's the reason is that they aren't, uh, and I, I don't think everything from China is falls apart like that, but they are they they stay running and they have somebody that they can call that's within a couple hours to come fix it if they need to. And so there's, there's some value in that. And honestly, even some of the folks that I've been speaking with about buying, buying a machine is that they, uh, they like the fact that we're in the USA and that's more valuable than you think, because I'll bring these, um, the Italian roasters in and there's just more stuff to it that you don't really think about, like just the cost of shipping stuff, the cost of importing it. Um, those are those are expenses that you don't really consider when you're buying the machine originally. Right. Hmm. So there's a, there's some value to made in the USA, I think. Hundred percent. On top of, on top of the proximity. Yeah, and I, I you know we can get down. That's a whole that's a whole topic in its, in itself. But you know, as long as people are willing to pay the price i mean that's that's usually how it goes right it just costs more to make more here in the states for all the reasons that we all know some people get what they pay for right you're uh you're a little sander let's talk about that there was a you and i had a little back and forth exchange about that this week what's uh what i mean that's made in the usa good thing because you needed some stuff right yeah yeah my uh older grizzly white belt sander um I bought that on eBay uh, last year. I think it was last year. Um, and that was not an impulse buy, but I, in a in a small 20 by 20 shop, that, uh, that takes up a lot of room. <laughs> but it's kind of my aid in, in production and like my first big production machine in my shop just to run parts through and sand through. And um, they make smaller uh, drum style sanders and that kind of stuff, but they don't, you kind of wear them out and you wear the belts all faster. So this is a, you know, a 15 inch wide belt, but it has, um, I, I don't know how long they are, but you know, they dissipate the heat, you know, so I can run a lot of parts through and not burn up belts and burn up, um, burn up stuff. Well, I got that on eBay and it seemed it came right from a woodworking shop. I talked to this guy personally outside of eBay, um, coordinated getting it picked up and went through the, the shipping freight network from California. And I got here and it had some cosmetic issues and, you know, straps kind of rubbed the paint off and stuff and, and spots, but mechanically it seemed sound and i tuned it up and i put it to work and it was sanding parts and i was happy with it and then i was sanding some of these wide elm slabs through it that are 20 inches so i had to stick out the open end and i was getting these ripples in it and i was like i'm not happy with this wide surface it's not very flat and um i got looking into it i had that got the manual with it and I started noticing that there were some parts that were maybe not right. I didn't really know what. So I figured a little bit more of a deep dive 
and the and the plenum that gives you that flat surface between the rollers, you know, that down pressure on the piece that was like missing, missing parts or not, uh, not whole. So after I identified that, worked with Grizzly and ordered replacement parts or today's replacement parts, that's kind of the, the unfortunate spot I'm in. They've, you know, they don't make this machine. They don't su really support it. They have some replacement comparables, but, um, I'm kind of on my own with this machine and service parts going forward. But I was able to to get the parts or slightly modify the parts that, that I did get to fit this machine. And now we're back in, in running order. But tuning it, retuning it now that I had the right parts was the challenge. Because I didn't, you know, trying to get the bed to match the rollers. And the rollers are kind of... Um, the one drive roller is like a rubber composite roller, so it has some some you know, undulations in it that are telegraphing into the piece, I think. I don't know. Um, and I can't get a replacement roller. So I was calling on my uh, machine control specialist to help me dial in this machine <laughs> and produce produce some better results. But um, I'm happy with, with what's going through there now, so... I think I got it. What did what did you end up tweaking to get it to to jive? Um, in the in the manual, you're supposed to set that plenum up. There's you know three different settings, and it's a micro adjustment, so you can set it up, level, or down. You know, down past the rollers by, you know, uh whatever the micro adjustment is, it's not very much. You're not supposed to go more than like two full turns of the knob. And I, and it's all based on grit, like the heavy grits they want it above. So it's just plowing off material. And then like sure. your mid grits, they want it level with the rollers. And then the fine grits, they want a little bit more down pressure on the piece. Well, I, I think I'll operate, flush or down just a little bit more to get it past that that front roller if that makes sense mm -hmm. um just to give the because the plenum is now flat right that piece is tuned and flat and so that should overcome some of that but it'll be better once i start so that, running like door parts and and you know actual like cabinet parts through because it's not this 20 inch slab that's running through there so that's a lot of work for that machine it's not meant to dimension material sure then now that plenum that's gonna that's taking on the the brunt of the sanding right like that that's taking it like the rollers aren't doing anything except for pushing the pieces in and out of the machine yeah right? and, and the front roller on the the drive roller on the um the the, the wide belt is in there like a triangle Right, so the front roller mm -hmm. is the drive, and the other two are just the the top and the back side of it. Um, and yeah, the the plenum is is taking the brunt of the work as it's supposed to because that's our wear item. You know, that's a. And now sure. that I've fixed the base of that plenum, um, the graphite sheet that that spins on there that. Um, that is a replacement part from Grizzly. I have no problem getting that part. 
So, see on our grindmaster, the that that setup, that triangle setup that you're talking about, is stationary, and we move the table up and oh. down. The conveyor moves up and down into the into the rollers. So, you it's I I wonder if it I mean. It makes a royal mess in there with metal shavings, but the it seems like it's pretty pretty accurate. I mean, we actually if it, if we wanted at you know a quarter of an inch, we might sand it at. We can do you can st- I mean you start touching the piece at point two five nine, and then we can so- sometimes we'll even go under if we want to just get a little bit more grit into it. We'll go point two four nine or whatever. It's just a, a a lever action that up, operates it up sure. and down, and then we the start and stop is left and right. Well, so. the nice thing is, you know, I'm not working in those tolerances. I'm just, you know, I put the piece in and it sits on the conveyor, and I just crank the wheel up until it touches, and then I'm just doing like you know little micro turns on the on the piece and just sanding, sanding just a little bit, um, but it still needs to come out flat. You know, I was like sanding grooves like trenches into my flat work piece so something was off and that was frustrating it was like i was about a 16th of an inch would yeah, you say it was it was significant and it was pretty frustrating but um yeah we got that dialed in i'm i'm happy with it now and it should should go a long way yet so we'll we'll see i don't want to replace it with a new one i can tell you that but right Hey, are we messing with Keith today? <laughs> well, I don't know because I was just going to say I did record that whole repair service for YouTube. Um, so add that on my list of things. And I was hitting up Keith for some camera setting advice. So I know I could have I could have hit you up just the same, but um, Keith was was helpful. So I'll tread lightly unless you no, want to beat him up. What's he use? Well, no, no. I was just gonna, I was gonna mess with him about the audio recording speed oh, that we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Happy holidays, yes. Keith. Keith. I hope <laughs> this is enjoyable to listen to at two times speed. <laughs> Our buddy Keith, he listens uh, I, to everything two times speed. He, he's he's an East Coaster. He ain't got time to sit around and listen to stuff at at normal speed so we figured how how often do you do you bump it up i bump it up once in a while to like one and a half i don't think i've ever done one and two. a quarter one and a quarter just to hit just not into chipmunk t- yeah. type yet and and i'll admit on my own self my my it cuts out my pauses as my brain is rattling around some change it's slow because i have some long pauses between times when i'm trying to think and speak so Oh, for you when like when you listen to yeah. our shows, yeah. I don't. I have been guilty of not listening to every episode, but uh, for the most part, I'll like listen just to be like, oh yeah, that's what we did talk about or whatnot. Well, we're out there. We're out there. Um, yeah. So I, as far as this year uh, with the machines, um, I was gonna also jump in on the the roasters too we did pretty we did pretty well with the roasters got mine you got to come in and see the roaster in person i I got the uh i got the whole cupping experience as previously just described close close enough for me well the cupping that that 
that gets a little yeah that was as, probably as close as you will want to come <laughs> to it but uh yeah we, we did a little pour over coffee and he was in i did have a request uh from a loyal listener to take a tour of the of the uh the building and uh, the working shop well i don't know if you caught wind of that or not uh i didn't but i can tell you that i was in the presence of another listener loyal listener this friday and you got more pressure coming on you my friend more people want to hear about what you do they want they want a deep dive into the deep dive so not that they're tired of listening to me ramble which you certainly could be by now but uh next year's show might have to be a bit more more behind the scenes on your work yeah, well, I I think the easiest route is is to show it off with the video format, but I don't know. It's there's those days though, like where you saw me with I was uh I was pucking around <laughs> and um, it was just I mean pop, pop one in take take like it was a production run, just boom 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 as fast as I could do them. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's is that that interesting when you're just pressing a button. I think it's just people are interested in your part A, B, C making the final product. Like what is like they understand that you're making these machines, but you know, they're, it's still a mystery. And I I can understand it's hard for you to explain sometimes also about what you're actually doing, you know, what this, what this little part means to you, the big picture, but I hear you talk about it. I should take it over. I should take it over across the street and show you it on the machine and as it's doing things yeah. too. I'll take that at your at your leisure, but that's some positive feedback I've gotten lately. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, maybe as I do the 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 tour with uh, an up and coming listener as well. I think we'll be in tow. A future listener. We'll see. And phone lines are ringing. We are getting people are lining up for yeah, listening and following. <laughs> um, have not gotten to the the movie. Haven't done the movie See, yet. Have I you? told you, there's no way I'm going to watch these movies. However, I did watch The Grinch. Did you? Which Taylor one? And I watched The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Okay. I fell asleep towards the end, but it's fine. We watched it. I saw parts of that movie I've never seen before. Really? Yeah. Did you did you find yourself uh like did your did your heart grow a couple sizes that I day? Fell asleep. Did you are you are you back are you ready for Christmas yet? No? Are you still digesting the pumpkin pie? Are you a pumpkin pie guy? Yeah, I had some yesterday. Yeah. Did you? We had the uh, Did you get Sutter fam from the uh, yeah. Well, so I think I know where that came from. I'm walking in. So we, <laughs> I, I didn't. I, my <laughs> did your mom tell you? No, but for the listeners that don't see the the video, it, this just sat him up in the chair. So he is ready for yeah. a story. <laughs> He's up. He's up. Um, we, uh, your your mother and father, I think, do this use the same financial planner as mm-hmm. I I have, and. Uh, every year this and actually woodworker i should get him i should get him a little note to get him listening to the show but he actually he showed me some of the stuff that he makes he does pretty nice work local to you but uh yeah 
local What's in that? town to you? Yeah. Yep, he's here oh, in Norwood. Okay. Um, he, uh, but he he's works with a big chain. Uh, so or like a big, I don't know. I assume they're like a franchise or a big business. But there's these there are these companies everywhere. I see. He's he's just uh the local. Ah, gotcha. But anyways, every year uh we get a message that they're gonna be giving out pies, and so I come flying <laughs> in there and I'm, and I'm like, I know pretty well that my family's not a huge pumpkin pie group. It's it's just pretty much me, and I was there were some choices on the table, but it was only between apple and pumpkin, and so I was like. I weigh in my options of like, do I just get what I want uh, or do I get something that maybe everybody wants? Well, pumpkin pie may have come a hundred percent. The whole pie might've been just, <laughs> just for dad. <laughs> so I had my pumpkin pie pants on. Nice. I, I actually rolled into uh Thanksgiving with the, the, uh, with the soup, soup strainer. Little soup oh, strainer. wow. Yeah. I, did, I sent you a picture. Did you get uh, that? I don't remember. But yeah, actually, we were talking last time. We kind of jumped over Thanksgiving. So let's recap that for you really quick. Yeah. Well, so the the Cleary family was pretty it was pretty low key this year. We just did one one at the Ma and Pa Cleary's house. And then Yep, I was in tow with the mustache. You didn't see the mustache? Uh I don't know what happened. In our text messages, it only goes back as far as the uh, the Sander incident. Okay. Maybe you only have so many that then they start deleting so you don't take up more of those terabytes. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, we did we did uh went over to my parents' house and I I brought the pumpkin pie, but I was the only one to touch it, and so they went back home with me and I was I finished her finished her off over the last week or two. What uh, where what was the what was the Sutter family set up? Well, I worked on shift Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day, and so um, that's fine. There's that's kind of actually a busy day because we have the there's a run walk in the city that day, um, so that Turkey yeah, trot. that takes up all of our morning. And then we got back and started cooking, and we. You know, it's the four of us on the on the fireside and the two medics. And we made a whole course deal. We did oven roasted turkey and you know, we had all the all the staples, all the regulars. And so we start preparing all that. And mid afternoon, whenever it was ready, we were putting everything out and then the calls started coming in. So we ate our our Thanksgiving meal about hour and a half, two hours later, cold or slightly reheated. The best we could. Oh yeah. no! And and then that was it. That was that was it for the day. So that's that's how it goes. It goes that way every time. Did you partake in any Black Friday Cyber Monday shopping? No, no I kept my money in my pocket. Not this guy. <laughs> we got we got tools. Yeah, that's we we pressured you right into it from the last episode, huh? I think that was the issue. It really was. Unfortunately, I mean, fortunately for me, the uh, the business, the Moundsview Roasters business, really needed to have some tools on hand. I was worried about a breakdown and not having enough supplies, so we are we're a okay now. I'll be able to fix anything. Uh, that's good. That's good. So the business, the business is in just tip top shape. <laughs> <laughs> no financial deficits with yeah. that. 
Yeah, no. So I, I, uh, I did not. I mean, there was some stuff that was intriguing to me, but I did not. I did not uh, carry through. Just let it be. I don't need it right now. I, I got an itchy, itchy po- pocketbook finger. I guess. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> I, uh, I said I posted that one, and I was telling you about this before to the show. The sn- snap jaws. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, Snap Jaws Manufacturing. They make uh, these like quick change out jaws on uh, for like vices. I think they. I don't know if it if it's just for Kurt vices, but they look so slick, mm. and I I'm I'm pretty itchy. Like there might be some that come this way here soon. <laughs> I don't know. Shout out to Snap Jaws if you want to help a guy out. Yeah, they're just they're super slick. They got. I mean. Basically, the design is is so you can just instead of having to take out the bolts that hold in the vice jaws, you it's like a quick just like a turn, maybe like a quarter turn. Then they and then the jaws like slide up and out, so it's not run all, run the bolt all the way out, run the bolt all the way uh-huh. in, and you can just go boop, change them. They've got various uh, let's see here, they got various depths and setups that you can do there's one for like angled setups so you can kind of have and would show the degree and all that stuff so it's pretty it's pretty intriguing stuff so if you're looking it's uh let's see the tag here snap jaws underscore mfg on instagram so it looks i will be uh sharing their stuff when i see it come out make your move make your pitch I gotta make. I do. I did make a pitch to somebody else. I don't know if you saw that or not. Too about uh, this was an abrasives company that I did not follow up on mm. yet. So need to get on there. Get on that one too. That's a, that. That'll we'll save that for next episode of what are we trying to get done next year. So don't be getting into that yet. No, no, I'm not. But I, I, um, I've had a couple instances recently where I've had to like quickly explain what I do. The elevator pitch, you know, for my business. Yeah. And sure. I, I don't know if I have that. So I, I you're, not a, you're not you're not the elevator pitch kind of guy. Well, no, um, you know I kind of let my work explain what I do for itself. But for somebody who doesn't even know my work or know me or anything about me, that I they would have no reference. So I need to. That's one of my things. See if I can. Gotta get better yeah. at that. Yeah, especially for the up and coming stuff. Yeah, I I will say when I'm talking about the product, I can talk about it in circles. Like I I can go go go, but if I if someone's like I guess with with the coffee side of things, um I don't mind talking about it, but I just find myself like not I'm not as salesy as I probably should be. You know, I just like talking to people about coffee yeah. and then They'll be like, oh, what about this? And what I mean, it's been neat. Like yesterday at the birthday party that I took my daughter to, I had a gal come up and was just like kind of asking, you know, about what do we do or whatever. And she had already she knows my wife somehow, I think. Or no, my my wife teaches one of her other kids. And um, so she knew that I roasted coffee and I just brought it up. It was We were talking about it a little bit. And she goes, oh, yeah, I, I had said, what do you what do you normally drink? And she goes, your stuff. And I was like, right on. <laughs> So that's pretty nice to hear. I mean, just to hear it organically that there's people out there taking in what you're doing. I know that's not necessarily something you can do because it's kind of a one off, you know, like you're not it's not sitting on a shelf somewhere and you're like, oh, yeah, someone's using my 
char- charcuterie board. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is that something that would be interest of you? Because there is a place here in town where that kind of stuff is sold. It's just kind of an, a collection of different like makers and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I need to that boy. We're, I'll, I'll try not to get too deep and ruin our next episode, but I was going to say, here we go. We're just going to, we're just going to roll to, we're going to just turn around and record the other episode right <laughs> behind this one. If I had, yeah, the time. right. Um, yes. It's a twofold thing for me. One, um, promote and sell myself and my work, which is hard for anybody to do. If you're, I've never been a salesman. I just, I just do hard work, you know, and, and I like to think I do good work. So that's about as the extent of me talking about myself, but I need to, I need to generate the elevator pitch. And then I also need to, I don't need to, but I, I do want to find that thing. And I want to find that thing to make. Um, I, I always want to do personalized, you know, unique projects for clients. You know, I want to be known as as somebody that can pretty much make anything from an inspiration picture or an inspiration thought. But I also kind of need to have something like a thing constant in the background. And that's easy for Shirkwood Reports. And, you know, there is a, a list of things that people have built whole careers on. Um, I don't want to fall quite in that same path and that same niche, but Hey, in the end, I might just need to just start doing some of that and see where it goes. But, um, yeah, I got to try to figure that out too, a little bit. So we'll see. You should get in with, uh, Ken's birdhouses. Have you seen his little stuff? His little, I've know? seen his signs and I see his shop in the back alley there, but I've never like walked in the door. I've never looked at his stuff. For the, for the listeners, there is, um, on the main drag of Mount Horb, as you drive down the street, there you'll see just this little setup sign. I don't know if it's like one of those tr- like fold open signs where it's got something on both sides, and it just says Ken's Birdhouses. Well, if you go around the back alley of this, like towards the back of these houses, he's got a little garage, and in the back, he just every if you ever drive back there, he's probably in his shop in there, and he's just tinkering with birdhouses, and he just makes little birdhouses, and I could see that being you someday, just tinkering away in your, in your shop. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that is yet. Um, you know, I want it to be, I want it to keep my interest and keep my, my certain mindset engaged and working. At a certain point, aren't you going to be like Keith where you're like, I can only do 10 of these and then I got to be done. Like I got to do something potentially, different. Potentially, potentially. And yeah. Keith, yeah, he's making these all all wood um mechanics chest tool chest these they're really nice i mean it's they're a really nice product and that's kind of what somewhat got me thinking he just he built this out of i'm well this is for him to tell and i don't really know the whole backstory but i think he made one as a as an interest and then while he was making one he ended up making a couple and now he's making like 10 right um and I don't know what that is for me quite yet, but I don't know. We'll see what this year's Make What You Fear contest is. Maybe I'll get something out of that. Stone urinals. Maybe I'll just, that was a thing two years, last year. I'll just start making stone urinals. 
mass producing <laughs> stone. Oh, no, thank you. Menards is going to run out of. They're going to run out of chisels uh, or bits. It was fun to make one, but yeah, uh, you everybody hates sanding. So now try to polish a granite stone from rough cut chisel to polished. There's a lot of grits in between there, into the thousands to polish. What? Yeah, what sand polished stone to to a sealed surface oh man no thank you has that been has the has the device been used lately yes yeah i dusted it off yep. yeah yeah <laughs> it's too cold to go outside oh, chilly, chilly, yeah. day. chilly day I, I had to get inside <laughs> i saw the shop uh that's you didn't have that in the shop review or the year review the shop looks uh like she's about ready for the final touches yeah, here right. on the outside. current time present time yeah absolutely the the wall tin on the exterior of my shop is finally complete. Um, Ish, or do you got the corners uh, on? Actually, no, the corners are on. Um, I posted that picture. I had my truck backed up with a tailgate full of firewood. Grandpa cut down a pine tree that um, he just tried to like burn in chunks in the in the big or was going to burn in the big uh, in the big burn pile. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to, I want to split that. I want to burn it up by the shop because I don't have time for, you know, if I'm up there, I just want like a little quick fire. So some nice, some yeah. nice pine, quick burn. It reminds me out West, you know, that's all we burn out West when we're hunting Just some, some dead pines that we harvest. So that nice crackly poppy fire. So I, I'm all set there, but yes, the corners are on, uh, but there's a, there's a caveat here. There's an unfortunate situation that I'll let the handful of listeners in on. Uh, the last corner, I had four corners to put on. The last corner is wrong. What's wrong about it's it? It's short. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I need a I need a stretcher. I need a corner stretcher, a metal stretcher. How uh, how much too short? Uh, about seven eighths, an inch short. And I didn't inch it. So somebody, I'll, I'll I'll get into it here. I didn't inch it. Um, there's two corners on the right side, and there's two corners on the left side, which which you know match the angle of the of the roof. The first corner I ever did, I took it really slow, and I actually made an actual template to make to make a final adjustment. And then I laid that on the actual corner and traced it a little, and then cut it a little big, and then was able to fine tune each corner into place it's a, a very perfect satisfactory fit so i took that process through all four but i didn't check the template on the last corner and somehow that roof line and that that soffit is off a little bit enough where when i cut the piece it went right in no adjustment and it was short and i'm like oh so that's it. So what's the, what is it, is it stay as she is and you just got to look at it every time you walk by that corner or what? Uh, I don't know. Um, in metal work and like, you know, that kind of stuff, you need to order. I'd have to order a whole new corner um, mm -hmm. from like a metal fab supplier company. So I don't know if there's a special run. I don't know if they're bending corners, if I can get in on that. I need to I need to see. 
It's going to be based on price. Is it a, is it a wick? Is it wick stuff or where'd you get the, the tin uh, from? McElroy metals here in, in, uh, Madison, McFarland, Madison. Okay. So I do need like a custom piece bent and cut for inside the shop, uh, to, to finish the ceiling tin inside the shop. So I might try to throw it in on there, but, um, uh, as usual, you know, that last piece that was supposed to go so great. And I was on the phone with a friend and it just, it went in and I just said, I got to go because <laughs> I was having a moment instant. <laughs> so yeah, but it's done. I'm happy with it from the road. Nobody will even know. And, and it's a good feeling because it's been a long time coming. to get that far. So um, and then I've oh, I right. debuted the the front. You know, I've talked about the front and I've you know publicly spoken about the front and the plan. And now I'm getting some good pressure and for, for good reason, but I'm getting some pressure to to get the front going. Some people are excited to see that. Wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um I was just gonna dive in and uh give uh Joe Rogan Kyle a shout out. So he if you if you if you don't if you haven't listened to every episode, uh, I have a friend named uh, Kyle who uh, he just happened to reference Joe Rogan and he's now become Joe Rogan Kyle, <laughs> um, and uh, he when we were just getting out of school he bought a house in Freeport and fixed it up and I remember him being very particular about how he finished everything he wanted it like perfect and I think he's since moved out of that house with his wife and they live in the country now but. I I, re- I remember him kind of referencing like I can't walk by it and see, see it every time it has to be done right so I didn't know if you were gonna attack it with that that type of uh, energy or if you were gonna just kind of all right that's it's done it's on there and we're just gonna move on we'll see it we'll it's, see. there are multiple there are multiple spots that I will walk by and see something I could have done better or differently. Um, and over time, when that list becomes so grand, and you just, you know, uh, you just got to keep walking by it. So this this corner piece, like it's fine where it's at, and it's up on top, and it's you know it's the angle that matches the the roof line. And I tucked it under the J trim instead of going over the J trim, like all the other ones are. So sure, it's it's the only one that's different if the other ones I could take off and redo and make it look the same and nobody will even know, but that's not how I. Right. Right. Did the whole thing. Yeah. The, uh, the, the thing about metalworking too, is that you, and especially with that stuff is getting the, the J trim and all of that to like in the right order so that when you got water hitting it, it runs off the right exactly. way and not underneath and back behind. Yep. And so, Yeah. It's, I'm sure you I'm sure you're 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 well aware at this point yeah well that's that's the unfortunate thing but from the road from from the pictures online it'll it looks great <laughs> and it and it's matching yeah. my vision yeah. that's the biggest thing right you got all the fun uh snips the the right angle or the right side snips the left side snips the straight snips you got, got all, all those that, fun things yeah. we got a nibbler nice shear power shear power nibbler all that stuff nice yeah we we had the i think the power like the corded power shear here in the building but i've seen those nib- the nibblers yeah. now and like those look pretty slick 
And as usual, I bought a good one, you know, and I bought a cordless one. So that's even more money. But right. I don't the little Makita, yeah, little yeah. blue. Yeah. So that's that's it worked nicely. Especially cutting out windows and doing all that kind of stuff. It, the right tools for the job and that execute nicely. But yeah, for sure. I need to I, uh, get to the front. I'm looking forward to when you do that. And, uh, but that, I was just going to jump in when you, when we were talking about expensive tools and I was like, and then we brought up Makita cause they do the coffee maker. Yeah. Someone's been posting pictures of the Milwaukee one with a coffee maker. And I was like, come on, don't tease me. Go on, get it. Well, I don't. I don't think it's real. I think it's fake. Oh. I think somebody's made it up. It's an AI. Or it was like made by AI or something. I like see. That. So, we'll see. if that day th- that's come, that's getting purchased when the day comes. Seriously? Like no doubt about it. Yes, no doubt about it. Oh my god! Why not? You're a follower. Well, it's it's just I want to see I want to see what it can do. <laughs> I want to be able to. I want to see if we can. Make a good cup of coffee. I mean, out don't of it. get me wrong; it'd be cool to have. And Makita makes like an oven or a microwave or something too. Like that'd be cool, but I don't need it. Walmart sells a drip coffee maker for ten dollars. That's what's in my shop right now. That's all I need. Yeah, I don't need. That's too far. I don't need that. As well, a there's priority. a there's a Mister Coffee. There's a Mister Coffee sitting in the building here, and I don't know. I don't think too much of that. It doesn't. It's a pain in the butt to use. Like I, so there's. We'll just see what the features are. I see. Just because it's red, you think it's going to be better, huh? It it probably is well thought through, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Don't have to worry about Dewalt making one. Thank you. Wouldn't that be something though? If one of those, if they came out with one first, yeah, you're going to be the next sensation. You're going to have them all lined up, and you're going to do a Dusty Lumber Co. Yep. Style. Give them give a yep. test. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> well, if that was the case, I'd only do I'd only just show you the first couple seconds of putting the coffees in and then and then be done, yep. right? I wouldn't show you the whole process. Yep, for sure. Shots fired. Shots fired. I don't think he's a, a loyal listener. So. I don't think yeah, I don't think he's an avid listener. I don't think we have to worry about him. Probably won't be a guest on the show. No. But no. well, are we gonna are maybe that's in line for next year we'll start we'll guess yeah we probably it probably wouldn't hurt to have a couple of those on huh good still need to get a hold of hatch about that whole that whole thing i got a couch right behind me i can have a therapy session on the couch yeah (laughs) oh well i don't know i'd say we got one more episode in us this year and then we'll talk about those plans for the future and then see where things go go from what there. do you got lined up for the near future for the between the this to finish up the year here uh there's a machine that's going to go out next week i think and then um kind of all hands on deck to do the cartner and then um maybe a trip out to california and to to do so the the Italian guys, they also do these things where coffee comes in. They can come in either these brown burlap sacks, or the, <clears throat> or they can come in these big, you know, white totes that we call super sacks. 
And generally when it comes in, it's full of dust. There's sometimes there's sticks and debris in there. There's definitely stones. Um, you're not going to get the stones out necessarily doing this first process I'm about to talk about, but um, you, you can get them out after you roast because the beans are then lighter after you've roasted out the water. Um, so just vacuum can lift them faster and um, let, and kind of separate out stones that come in with them. Um, but the Italians have sold a company, a big company out in California, a comp, uh, what's called a debagging system or a, an, a green cleaning system. So um, with the burlap sacks, there's maybe a, a series of knives that cut the burlap open, drops the green into a hopper, and then we bring it through a system where we um, significant amount of air is blowing to, and there's vacuuming to suck off the dust that's on there and blow off and blow any of like the sticks and debris that's with the coffee so that when you go to store it, it's clean. It's been, there's most of the dust has been knocked off because if you go out in my shop right now and look in my hopper, it's got green, like powdery dust all over it. Um, and so if you can get that taken off in a system and uh, before you go to store it, then you don't, that's one less thing to be worried about entering into your production facility. Sure. So we have to uh, help support that. And then if they have a, the customer has any issues, um, we're supposed to be kind of like the first line of defense with figuring out, you know, what's going on and try to get them back up and running, assuming Italy's asleep or off for the day at that point. Cause it's, I mean, for them, it's a nine hour difference. So basically the middle of the night for them where we could be, have a fighting chance to help them if they needed it. So that that's where kind of the rest of my year looks like. What about you? Um, I'm just trying to uh, finish the commission on this next project. I'm designed in the final stages of design and, um, and you just get the scope of work document made up for, for this client and, and get the pay structure lined up and, and get it going. I don't know if they want to start this project before the holidays or right after, but I have a, a woodworking build in the shop coming. So that's, that's exciting. I finally, is this something I know about or not yet? Uh, it's, um, it's like a dog kennel entertainment center. I don't know if I've oh I've seen those yeah, yeah that's that's cool they were they were kind of like a big trendy thing a couple of years ago and this client reached out to me about a year ago and said hey can you think you could do this and we're finally getting to it so but that's um that's gonna Are be you cool. putting your spin on it or you kind of got some inspiration um it's based on a Wayfair example and a couple other things um it's pretty routine for for what those things made, but there's a little bit of a spin for me, some, some finite details, but it's kind of, I designed it for production also, you know, so it's not going to have, you know, it's not going to have hand cut joinery, you know, it's going to utilize some of that new tooling I have. It's going to, it's going to be a little bit more of a production piece, but it's going to be a, you know, personalized build woodworking piece. Are you integrating, are you integrating metal? Yes. Nice. Yes. The, uh, the bars, the vertical bars are, are metal, sure. but they're not rebar. Like a lot of, 
a lot of the plans were two by fours and rebar. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is going to be hardwoods and, and some better, um, better metal products. So powder coated type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, they're actually like uh, half inch square balusters, iron or cast or not cast iron. Well, they might be cast iron, but yeah, they're, they're like metal balusters. Um, Okay. Square, not round. So that's going to be not a challenge because I have a, um, I have a tool that'll, that'll do that. So yeah, it's just a nice, it's a nice, it'll be a nice build. And then we're going to spark off the next year with getting to that list, you know, the 50 week list of shop work kind of thing. So hopefully we get some video of the, uh, the front of the building too. Yeah. If, um, if December is going to stay mild based on this El Nino and Nina, whatever that is going on right now, um, they say we're supposed to be a little bit more mild. So I'll work, I'll keep working outside on the front. I have some ambition to get, to get going on that, but I got, what's, what's the threshold on temp for you? Well, cause I can walk inside and warm up at any minute, but snowed cold, cold and blowing is pretty much the cutoff. So just think of, you know, for us, the January, February winter in Wisconsin. No, nah, I don't need to be out there in that. Mm-hmm. Sure. But you got to, at least a little bit of time in the last yeah. year to try to squeeze it yeah. in. Um, is it, is that stuff that you use, is that nail up or is it, is it, uh, how do you, how do you install? There is a, a, a nailing flange that you attach it to the building and, and part of that structure that it's, um, you know, it's manufactured stone and it's on a, on a nailing flange and a backer that holds it off, off the building. So it provides drainage, you know, behind it because all stone wicks moisture and, and that whole thing. So, um, it's nice stuff. And I, two years ago, paid a lot of money for it. So. Oh, so you have it in hand. Yeah, I have everything, at least the stone. And I do have the cedar. It's just, that's like the the final, the final stages. And mentally, I'm not quite there yet. And um, there's a lot of work that's going to go into that. So. Shishiban. Yeah. Shishikiban. If I do that. I don't know. I've been kind of back and forth. You have to. You got to do that. I know I have to. There's some it'll look some things that have to change if I do that, and that's fine. I'm willing to make those change too. Time and money is the biggest thing. Sure. So if I can get some work going huh. in the shop and then have some downtime in between parts of that process, that's where I'm going to jump out and start working on that. You know, nice. everything will be on the go. So other than that, just finishing up some some loose ends and trying to finish up some personal stuff and try to make a production shop here in the near future. Looking forward to it. We, uh, we'll probably do, yeah, I'd say two more weeks, get one before Christmas and then call it a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll be right out thinking about what happens in January. Ice vision. I'm getting. We should just we should just do guys guys on ice the the oak and steel 
version. You know, that's a, isn't that, that's a, like a musical, yes. isn't it? Yes, my grandmother loved that. Guy, that. The guy's from Mount Horvath, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Classmate of the old yeah. man is what he. I'm hearing from the next room. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, I'd say uh, I think we've got a pretty good bow on this year. <laughs> we'll we'll get ready for next year on the next one. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll see you then. All right. Well, for uh, Matt Sutter, I'm Michael Cleary. This has been Oak and Steel. Oak and Steel out. <laughs>